Hello, friends, and welcome to Beauty the Interviews. I could not be more excited about sharing this podcast with you. Over the course of the past several months, I've sat down with women and asked them to share their body stories with me. We talk about everything in these interviews. We talk about bodies that are too fat or too thin or too black or not black enough. We talk about belonging and beauty and all of the ways that we've attempted to acquire both of those things. We invite each other to take up all the space that our greatness requires and we create safety for each other as we struggle against the dominant narrative that tells us to shrink in order to fit. These are our stories, these are your stories, and I am so glad that you're here. The first interview is a four-part series. I sat down with the women who modeled for The Beautiful Project, a grassroots storytelling initiative that features the body stories of women from all walks of life. These women are the face of the project. They showed up with all their parts and pieces exposed, both in the photos and during the interview. I've broken it into four parts because the truth is these women just bring so much wisdom. I don't want you to miss any of it. A quick bit of context. We drop into the interview after I've asked the women to share with me what it was like for them to see their photos on the website and plastered all over social media. They all shared how difficult it was to see themselves without criticizing their flaws. Flaws that they admit have nothing to do with the way other people see them, but that are rooted in how they see themselves. We talked about moving into a new space where we could see our bodies as part of our accomplishments, as opposed to looking past our bodies as something that we've had to compensate for. A concept we later refer to as the difference between using the word and to describe our strengths, as opposed to but. Like, I'm strong and flexible, but my arms are too big. As opposed to saying, I have a fat body and I'm strong and flexible. We talk about what's possible when we can move toward the and way of seeing ourselves. Each woman brings a unique perspective to the table, and shares herself with a tender vulnerability that just invites the listener to do the same. So without further ado, part one of the interview with the models. So my friend Amber is the executive director of the American Red Cross. Um, That was actually how we met, was over wine. Um, Many hours, we we were meeting for one drink times six, maybe. It did happen. (laughs) That's exactly how it happened. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So um, Amber and I met, and it was magical. It was like a year ago. It was almost to the day. It is. Pretty close. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So the thing that I've always loved about Amber is um, your spirit is, and your your spirit and your smile, like you can't, uh, people can't be around you without feeling their vibration or their energy move up like you move people up you know and I'm guessing that probably comes at a cost to you sometimes but sometimes. that's yeah it's a whole different topic <laughs> so Amber I want to invite you um I invited you today to tell your body story and so I gave you guys some prompts so we'll start with that I want to know if you remember the first time that you realized that your body was different from the other bodies around you I think you know As little girls, we all like to play Mm dress-up. And when your body is different or larger, Mm -hmm. it started then. Mm -hmm. So other kids could share clothes. I didn't fit. Yeah. So those were the the times. Do you have one particular story? Not 
I don't remember one specifically. I just that's kind of like a timeline, like just like a, a period. About how old are you? Um, I'm probably four or five ish yeah. in that little age, but. So it's been your narrative always that your body didn't fit. Yes. Yeah. Um, what do you think that does to your sense of belonging in general? I think then you find other ways to either stand out or hide behind the shadows. Mm. Because in some, and sometimes both. Yeah. Um, so you talk about my spirit and how I lift other people. Yeah. So if I can focus on them and take away from my needs, that's one of the ways that I think I've coped with that my whole life. It allows you to hide. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which is um, ironic to me because even with your attempt to stifle your spirit, it your spirit is probably one of the most persistent spirits that I've ever met because in your attempt to hide it, to keep it smaller, mm-hmm. I mean... Remarkable to me that the impact you have in the world now is the shrunken version of you. Mm-hmm. What might be possible, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and I know that, so because of this, I think this also shaped my drive for other ways to excel. Oh, sure. So, like, rather than to be like everyone and to fit in looks, so then it was like, I can do well in school, I can do these things. Plus, I had, like, my, my family, my dad was very... Um, academically like had very high expectations of us and so you lived up to them you found a way to do it and so it was okay if I did these other things or pushed them to the side because I had to focus on meeting this particular expectation yeah and so that's I rechanneled energy to do to excel that way and through that I was fortunate I, I did have people in my life that didn't allow me to completely shrink they pulled along. I got invited to be a student council like early on in junior high, mm-hmm. and that helped with leadership. And while it didn't eliminate all of the struggles or emotional side effects of everything, it did provide an opportunity to understand that leadership involve it involves making sure that you're okay, but also bringing other people with you. Mm-hmm. And that those leadership development skills, I see it today in some of the youth programming that goes on. It's, well, I'm grateful that that's available because it does allow people to say, hey, um, with Rotary, I'm uh, a member of a Rotary Club, and we do Rotary Youth Leadership uh, Award, which is all focused on youth development, leadership development. I went to their, um, they have a week-long training that they go through, but they, they experience things with complete strangers that... I mean, if you, they cry with their teams because they, they have so much self-development and self-discovery during this week. It's incredible. It's not that they're breaking their spirit, but they're trying to get them out. There was actually one student, a huge success story because of that, was um, this boy that had gotten selected, or young, young adolescent had gotten selected. He was going to commit suicide. But mm-hmm. after this Ryla training, it had shifted his life in a way that he saw more value in himself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the leadership development opportunity. Plus, my mom is very, um, you know, she she sees strong women are okay. And it yeah. she always has even focused on developing herself in a time frame when women didn't, didn't thrive that way. Yeah. And so um, I think those were the ways that. So that's like the compensating. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, actually. Um, there are definitely worse ways to cope yeah. besides 
I'm just going to make myself a badass leader. (laughs) Right? What do you think it would be like... um, Okay, so in that narrative, there's a little bit of, like, uh, I still, I hear in your narrative a little bit of, I'm in a larger body, but I'm also these things. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of the and. Yeah. So I'm curious, can you even conceptualize what an and would feel like? I don't know. I don't think I've ever tried. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes me want to cry. That's really good. I'd love it if you tried I'll go first. I took some shirtless yoga photos today. (laughs) Not that I've brought that up a thousand times. What is is on Sarah's mind today? Is it the shirtless yoga photos? Yes or no? Yes. Um, Have you done anything to try to change your body? Of course we have. What have we done? Um... Well, I think I've tried every fad diet, you know, that mm-hmm. is out there. I've actually lost 70 pounds, gained 70 pounds. You know, it's, you, you go all over. And it, it, it's affected, it's the emotional side of things that that's what's broken. Mm-hmm. And to find a way to fix it, that's, I think that's why we're here today. What would you, what would you say if I told you that scientifically 95% of diets actually fail within a year? 95%. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. So does that... T- so when I read that statistic, I had a feeling that was the case, but when I read the statistic, and it's actually proven in multiple mm-hmm. longe- longitudinal scientific studies, 95%. So let's pretend like I said, uh, you're going to fly, but the airline industry, 95% certain that shit's going to crash. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not going to do it. Right. <laughs> right. There goes that airline. And it's like, uh, and we... We all know, I mean, we all, and I still do the same thing. Like, you were talking about keto today, and we talked about Whole30, and, and I'm not saying that there's not wisdom in being good to your body. I'm, it's important to be good to your body. I'm not Absolutely. talking about that. But um, for me, anytime 95% of something is broken, it helps me to really, and if I sit with that reality, because I don't know about you, but every time, because I've been this way, I've been 120 pounds thinner than this. That's like a person. I mean, it's a person. Now, I know what I was doing when I was doing that, and it was not a sustainable way to live for anybody. My whole life was about, constantly obsessed about what I was putting in my mouth and how much exercise I was getting. It was for sure disordered, okay? But I was thin-ish. I was thin-ish. Even that way, I was like not thin. I was like, just not fat, right? <laughs> well, your um, mind plays tricks on you, too, mm. because what you see in the mirror is not what other people are seeing right. at all, mm. let alone the mm-hmm. pictures you see of yourself. Yeah. But, like, your mind plays these tricks on us, like, yeah. and what you see. And I think it goes back to, like, your experience with the photos. I mean, that is not what anyone else saw. I mean, I can I can guarantee what you see with of yourself isn't what anyone else saw. And so we do the same things in the mirror. And the mirror is, although it's not a lasting impression, an image, mm-hmm. it is. It etches sometimes in your brain. It's our projection of ourselves. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. And it's always accompanied by that cloud of messaging. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that makes me angry. It makes me want to take it back. Sometimes I'm like, I don't, I'm real pissed that that's what's in my head. Yeah. I want to take it back. Um, okay, so... You tried all the things. Mm-hmm. Did any of them work? Well, I'm, I'm where I'm at today. So, I mean, I would say 
well, they didn't work. They, they may have worked for a period of time to, to achieve the, the number on the scale or that goal, but it still didn't fix what I need to fix or to shift the thinking. Th- those things are still broken. Yeah. And it's it's hard. Those are the hard, hard things. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I have not figured out how to work through that, to recycle the feelings so that I can look at a photo and do all the things that you said. Mm-hmm. Um, you always see your flaws, and it's like, how do you focus less on your flaws and more on the things that other people see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm hope- uh, I actually know for sure it's not impossible. I think... I, but I think that what's critical is that um, we have more than... Uh, you had more than one voice to get to this place, mm-hmm. right? Where you believe all those things. Right. I'm confident you need more than one voice to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It wasn't our own voices that got us here. Yeah. What do you think it means to be full? I think full to me is when you're balanced, like you're happy. You find the things that, uh, they're not necessarily material experiences, mm-hmm. the moments, um, when those are fulfilling, like your, your spirit. I mean, I don't know. I, even if I have the butts, I feel full. Mm-hmm. There are certainly parts that I want to improve, but I feel like I am, I'm fortunate. I'm blessed. I do have opportunity. And um, while I try to mute some parts of my spirit, other parts I don't even put a ring on. Which is what, look, I bet that those are the ones that we see. Absolutely. I'd like to see all of them. Maybe someday. <laughs> Sarah and her annoying invitation. She just keeps at it. <laughs> she wants it. <laughs> I am persistent. Um, do you have anything else you want to add to the conversation? No, I think one of the things when you asked um, me to be a part of the even the initial photo shoot, mm-hmm. I was a little hesitant at first. But I'm like, it's Sarah. I got to do, you know, yeah. this is for Sarah. I did it for you. I did it not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after we're here, you know, it's equally as rewarding to me yes. to see to see the success, to see the stories, to see it continue, to see the reactions other people are having from like yeah. getting the message. Um, it's been incredible. So thank you for this opportunity. Yeah. Um, as we continue on the journey um, of finding our own selves, our real selves, all of the, the parts that make us, yeah. um, and accepting all of the parts, this is part of that journey. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming with me. Yeah, definitely. That's pretty awesome. All right, friends, that's it for part one. A huge thank you to Amber for sharing her story with us. Join us back here later this week to hear part two with Danielle. She talks about the experience of being the only black body on her block while she was growing up, of realizing the power her body held during her college years, and of longing for a place of balance as she navigates being a mama to two young kids. If you think you might want to hear more stories from women about their bodies, about beauty, and about belonging, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. If you loved today's episode, take a second and leave a review so that other people will be able to find us. You can find out more information about The Beautiful Project in the show notes. Thank you for joining us today and lending your voice to our chorus of courage as we create a world where women belong with substance and with strength. See you all soon.